Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of History Every Day, where we look back on the most interesting and important events that took place on this day in the past. Today is October 12th, and this is episode number 104, and I'm Austin Dahl, your host as always. Let's get into it, and let's see what we can learn today. On October 12th, 1692, a significant event brought an end to the infamous Salem Witch Trials. The trials were concluded by a letter from the governor of the province of Massachusetts Bay, William Phipps. The Salem Witch Trials were a series of hearings and prosecutions that took place in 1692 in the town of Salem, Massachusetts. They were a dark chapter in American colonial history. The trials involved numerous local residents, primarily women, who were accused of practicing witchcraft and causing harm to others through their alleged supernatural abilities. The trials and hysteria that surrounded them led to the imprisonment, suffering, and execution of many individuals, including those who were wrongly accused and convicted. William Phipps, who served as the governor of the province of Massachusetts Bay, played a significant role in bringing an end to the Salem Witch Trials. Recognizing the widespread fear, chaos, and injustice that had resulted from the trials, Governor Phipps took action to address the situation. On October 12, 1692, Governor Phipps wrote a letter in which he expressed his concerns about the trials and the way they had been conducted. In the letter, he criticized the use of spectral evidence which was based on the testimony of witnesses claiming to have seen the accused individual's spirits causing harm. Governor Phipps ordered that further arrests and trials related to witchcraft accusations be halted. On October 12, 1892, the Pledge of Allegiance was first recited by students in many U.S. public schools. The Pledge of Allegiance is a patriotic oath that expresses loyalty and allegiance to the United States of America. It was originally composed by Francis Bellamy, a Baptist minister and socialist, who penned it as part of a public school program to commemorate the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus, Columbus's arrival in the Americas. The original pledge read, I pledge allegiance to my flag and the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. On October 12, 1892, students in public schools across the United States participated in a nationwide program to celebrate Columbus Day by reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. This recitation marked one of the first instances of the pledge being used in schools, and it quickly gained popularity. Over the years, the wording of the pledge has been modified. The most significant change came in 1954 when the phrase, Under God, was added making the pledge read as it does today. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. On October 12, 1901, President Theodore Roosevelt officially renamed the Executive Mansion to the White House. This event marked an important moment in American history. 
prior to the renaming, the official residence and workplace of the President of the United States was commonly referred to as the Executive Mansion. Theodore Roosevelt, who became president after the assassination of William McKinley, decided to change the name to something more iconic and descriptive. The name change was made to reflect the building's distinctive white-painted neoclassical facade. The building had already been known as the White House informally due to its appearance, but Roosevelt's action made it the official name. Renaming the executive mansion to the White House emphasized the significance of the presidency and the unique role of the United States in the world. The White House has since become an iconic symbol of, American, of the American presidency and democracy. President Roosevelt's decision to rename the building set a precedent for how future generations would refer to the official residence of the president. The White House continues to serve as the home and workplace of U.S. presidents, where they make important decisions and host diplomatic and national events. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the History Every Day. I hope you have a great rest of your day today. And as I always suggest, pick at least one of these topics and dig a little bit deeper into it. Go read a book on one of them. Go watch a YouTube video. Read an article or two. But the important thing is just every day we want to be learning something new and always pushing our mind to get better and stronger. I will see you all tomorrow for another day of history. Have a great night.